This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Are you leaving? Are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Malform. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Carol. Oh, no. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. There's a lot of consonants in your name. <laughs> I do it all the time because you get so cavalier thinking you know your own name. <laughs> That's true. And then you get real loose and... And goose it up. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone's judging you. Okay, thank God. I mean, yeah. I... Uh, I feel like when you go to say your own name, you have you go like, oh, this again. Like that's what my brain does. Of like, oh, do that thing you always do. Yeah, that's how I feel pretty much every day with showering and eating this again. <laughs> this is the uplifting. Do you need a ride? Right when I wake up. Oh my God, my friend sent me. Before you put on your oh. makeup. <laughs> yeah, before I put my <laughs> handicap nightcap on. You know how all men. Uh, who admire the men. 50s, <laughs> the ones that admire the old and the better days, sleep with a hat and a, and a shirt with it, a pocket. That's right, and a candle and a holder. Every time I go to bed, I'm like, where's my pen? And now, wouldn't it be nice to have a pocket? Because I like to wake up and write down my dreams. <laughs> are you talking, are you describing your nightshirt to us? Yes. I see. Yes. I did see. you, did you, I watched, uh, there's this comic, uh, James uh, Castor. I think I've mentioned him before because I've mm -hmm. been blown away by him being under 30 and having four specials and they're all bizarre and funny and good. But in one of them, he has a shirt with a giant pocket and he doesn't address it until the end. He uses an iPad and says goodnight and slides it into this pocket. <laughs> and it was just made me so very happy. He is from where? Uh, somewhere in the UK or Britain or it was Great Britain, but I think it may have just been <laughs> England. Just plain Britain? Yeah, yeah. The not so great part? Yeah, it was definitely Europe. Okay. Yeah, the England part. Got it, got it. I, uh, I don't know the difference between the 
Britain and Great Britain and the UK and England. <laughs> we both cross our arms. <laughs> <laughs> but you're driving. Just an unappreciated uh, thing that makes us die. That's right. <laughs> Something that's only funny to us and kills us. I've been, I felt almost nervous to podcast. It's been so long. It's been forever. I get, I hate that I'm this person, but I am uneasy with most of the things I enjoy and yes. even excel at. Same. I get, uh, when I haven't skateboarded in a while, I get on the board, my knees shake. It's like, why the shaky knees? Well, cause I you know, know what I do. you're, but there's excitement and nervousness. And sometimes we just define one or the other, either positively or negatively when it could be the other one. We're just interpreting it. Right. So right. we, actually, it's like you're super excited, like it's your birthday, but we're podcasting. You're again. right. I need to remember what everyone's always told me since I was a kid is being nervous is good. You yes. just have to use it. It's just hard to believe that if when you were nervous, nobody helped you when you were a child. Right. That's my. That's what my therapist has taught me is there were lots of times where I had things happening. And if so, just one adult had said, hey, no, you're fine, I would have been fine. Yes. But I was on my fucking own. No, I, my mom would always go, she'd be like, oh, I'm worried too. <laughs> just back it up immediately. You're right to be worried. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about nuclear war? This entire town is filled with sharp objects. <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, have you seen Sharp Objects? What a what a mini series! I haven't. It's good, but I've heard I should. It's good. There's lots of good TV going right now. Sharp. Have you seen? It's it's it sounds like Sharp Objects, but it's called The Bleeding Edge, and it is a documentary. No. And the only reason I watched it is there is a picture of my hip <gasps> as the main one of the rotating. Uh, Things, but it's a documentary about medical devices and their advancements before they are tested on people. And some of them, the biggest examples are like vaginal mesh, where you know those it gets hard and women in their twenties have to get hysterectomies. Yeah. That's a big lawsuit that people. That's right. And and uh, certain scary birth controls that fuse your fallopian tube and that and it gets lost. You all of a sudden have to some scary total recall wire in your it's so scary all of it was so scary because it's real and they interview these people that just got a raw deal but it opens with this guy who's got early dementia and uh, is going blind because of the exact type of hip I have (gasps) so I watched it because my hip feels great so sorry really quick when you said my exact hip is in this picture not your literal hip right no how'd they get my my names on it yes (laughs) that's what I thought you meant that's the outline of my penis that I have to fog out when I show people my x-ray. No, it was this other man's penis. Oh, good, good. And hip. And, and hip ball. Yeah, and ball. Part of I, He, like me, had one ball because we used to be in the Tour de France <laughs> on a unicycle. No. Which gives you cancer. <laughs> it does. Unicycles give you cancer. Just signing up to the, for the Tour de France. That's right. Well, make one of your guys go... Bye-bye. Yeah, awkward self. Okay, so... That... Um, I, yes. I, and I've been... My vision has been declining. I've been to a doctor a couple times prior to watching this documentary, so I immediately... I've decided that it's because I'm in my 40s and you just all of a sudden one day can't see great. Yes, that's exactly right. Uh, uh, my doctor, I talked to him, he said, oh, you saw the Netflix documentary. A bunch of my friends <laughs> said, uh, not to freak you out, but have you seen this Netflix documentary? Because I called him and said, do I have a cobalt metal-on-metal hip? And he said... Yes, but 
they're talking about advancements in devices, bad installments, bad doctors. Yeah. That's what causes it to kind of get rejected. It's and then, not the thing itself. But I still am too... Right. Yeah. I think mine... And it feels great. And I love my robot hip. <laughs> well, and let me say this. My sister told me, because my sister always had contact lenses and thick glasses. Mm -hmm. And I was like, haha, I don't have glasses when I was in my early 30s. Right. And she was like, haha, you're going to overnight in one day you won't be able to see distances and then come back and we'll have a good laugh together and that's exactly what happened it was like when I was like 31 all of a sudden I found I was in the movie theater just squinting and I was like what the fuck and it was like on schedule just like it happened with right. her your eyes just decline it just happened I thought something was it, it really felt like something was in me and then uh, like some kind of a because it's cobalt blurry, it goes in and out, just like liquid cobalt over your cornea. <laughs> and I'm making everything up. I have no training. But, but that's I, what you do when you watch those fucking oh, documentaries. Oh, my God. And I, so I went, and then I did an eye test. He's like, you have perfect vision. And I'm like, well, not sometimes. That's the cobalt. <laughs> and But I think I just need, like many people, reading glasses. And it's messing with me because I always bragged about my perfect vision and never having a cavity, but talk to me Wednesday. My teeth will probably be falling out. You're down to one brag. <laughs> one Just brag. the teeth. What? Oh, <laughs> Are right, you walking right. to every party? <laughs> well, I still don't have any cavities, motherfuckers. I thought brag was like what you called a part of a tooth. I'm down to one brag. <laughs> one time my friends got in a fight. Um, it was, uh, and... Oh, wait. Let's order. One of them got punched and he said, you knocked out my anchor tooth because he was about to get new teeth. <laughs> <laughs> he was punk rock and didn't uh, brush. You know, and I and I appreciate this business, and I'm glad they sponsor us. But I, <laughs> every time I look at a menu, uh, they don't have the venti, and and the, I don't even remember what they are anymore. I've started saying small, medium, and large because if you go in the store, they don't, they haven't been used. I know just then they they, they haven't been, been using the terminology, right? Really? Yeah, or reminding you of their basic menu items. They're like, they know what we have. Yeah. They know the sizes. Yeah. Let's yeah. just push the nitro. Tap, <laughs> tap stuff. You know, you can get like carbonated coffee now. I feel like. Booze soon. Yeah, they really, they're on the verge. They, they just want to be like an Italian cafe, really, mm -hmm. deep down. But uh, the, the with the advent of cold brew coffee, I feel like with the world that we live in now, which is a very mean place sometimes, cold brew coffee, we don't need it. It, we, it should be taken off the shelves. Why is that? Because it makes you fucking crazy. Oh. It's too much caffeine. People get super... Like, I told you the story where I drank at the Earwolf Studios. They have it on tap. So yep. I went in with my venti um, iced coffee empty thing and filled it with cold brew. So yeah. it's like, what is that? 16 ounces, 12 ounces, and then drank all of it. And on the way home started crying, but I didn't know why. So I was like, <laughs> but kind of like looking around like, uh Oh, what is that? I had no, just it was just like exactly the panic like of coffee. Like, am I hungry? Am I tired? Can I wrap? I wish I could wrap my hand around a giant thumb right now. Yes. And I'm the more, I, the, like the more places we go, Cold brew is everywhere, and it's like in refri you know, grocery store refrigerators and shit. And I think it makes people insane. Yeah, it does make me jittery. I wish I could remember it, but Jordan Morris had a great uh, tweet about uh, iced coffee versus cold brew, and that's just me telling people to go out and seek out a joke because I can't even begin to tell you. I think I retweeted that same one. Me something something iced coffee, cold brew me. 
I I don't know. Way uh, worse. Uh, yeah. Violent. Violent. Tower with a rifle. I don't yes. know. I can't remember what it was. It was something like yeah. That yeah. was a good one. Okay. So, but what I wanted to tell you was yes. The uh, on the equivalent of your bleeding edge. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a podcast called Doctor Death, and it's super popular right now. And it is a I think it's a like a six or eight part series they're doing about this fucking spine surgeon in Texas who was terrible like didn't know how to do the job and was operating on people and just he killed he did he operated on 33 people he he killed four people he he para he made his own friend a quadriplegic it is the craziest story and i was listening to it and i thought because you know i'm very interested in true crime and i think i have high tolerance (laughs) i have a high tolerance for that kind of shit. I, I don't take it in. I was literally like holding the edge of my t- kitchen table. Like I thought I was going to fly away with anxiety. It was, wow. it's the most stressful, upsetting idea that there's just someone out there that can do back surgery and they don't stop him because the, if they, fire a doctor the hospital could get sued so these hospitals just kept sending him along with a note that said he's great you hire him somewhere else and of course they kept hiring him at worse and worse at hospitals that were in worse and worse parts of town so yeah oh god so he's just fusing the spines of welfare mothers yes oh god and literally like putting screws into muscle mass instead of into the spine like insanity oh god insanity like did he have training because i I wouldn't when I lived there friends of mine would just substitute teach when in Washington my sister was going through all this school to just hopefully get a substitute teaching job yeah it was like driving uber in Texas yeah there's no building <laughs> codes you can build a tower a tanning tower if you want some redneck that's where I put my rifles and my tanning lotion. I don't know. I've always wanted a tanning tower. It's a good idea. And then also (laughs) medically, it's like a non-union state. You want to do voiceover? What's your credit? Who cares? Here's some money. Texas is wild, y'all. They're wild, y'all, and big. They're Uh, big. It's, I mean, this story is like, I want to recommend it, but I think people, I almost had a nervous breakdown. I was like sweating through my shirt when I was listening to it. It's so upsetting. It rings a bell. I think I've read about that doctor. Yeah. When it's was that? In the 2000s. Ugh. It's so crazy. But the cool part is there's it's, these... It's something two... wanted to happen in the 80s. <laughs> so so it was much longer ago. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. were doctors that basically came after them him, themselves they, because they would call other spine surgeons in to try to fix what this guy did. And these two doctors that both got called in after these guys' surgeries took it upon themselves to basically... And they ended up calling the police because the medical board wouldn't do anything. Oh God! You've when you said high tolerance, did you say high tolerance for death, which is an action movie? I wish you were starting. <laughs> oh, I will. I want. Yeah, See, I, let's write a movie wallet. about two doctors that go on like a stakeout and become detectives because yes. they're trying to help people. Um, the end. Oh, we get. Where are the doctors? <laughs> no, no. We hire talented actors. Oh, for oh, it. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to do, a Stanley, do a Stanley cameo. <laughs> well, that's your idea. We can both do it. I'll be a. I'll be a wise nurse. I think that I could really sell that. Okay, I'll be a wise old owl. <laughs> 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 Who let that owl in this hospital? Yeah. It's mine, the wise nurse says. <laughs> That's my pet. Yeah. And my animal familiar. <laughs> A nurse with an owl on her shoulder. <laughs> uh. 
<laughs> that would be, would it be comforting? I bet you're wondering why I wear this eye patch. <laughs> Is that the owl did it. <laughs> the owl's on the same side as the missing eye. <laughs> you would think you'd put it on the other shoulder, nurse. I thought that was an owl voice. I'm very good at voices. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm, I've just graduated <laughs> from lollipop school. <laughs> Oh, that's the owl. Yes. Okay, got it. <laughs> it's like an owl from, it's more of an owl that you'd see from like an old, like Skeletor cartoon. Yeah, got it. Because they, they all had, if they weren't He-Man or Skeletor, they just had a white like this. Yeah, yeah. They had some kind of a utilitarian pet. Yeah. It's a tiger. It's my friend, but I can also ride it. <laughs> it's a... It's a pelican, but it's also my garbage disposal. Mm. I guess I'm thinking more That's of the Flintstones. the Flintstones. Sorry. Hi. Well, here's one of those damn turtle straws. Oh, I always forget. Goodbye, turtles. Most places use corn straws made of corn. Or they do now, you mean? Now that the laws have yeah, been passed? Yeah, but it takes long enough for it to dissolve and be biodegradable. To In that time, it can still fuck up a turtle's nostril. It can? But we're not near the ocean. No, but there's a bunch of like random turtles around Burbank. Just you, wild turtles. You've seen them? <laughs> yeah. So, you're, Roving packs of turtles. You're confusing them. Those are tortoises. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a 500-year-old tortoise. <laughs> I love turtles. I do care about them. And uh, the place where I get my smoothies every day start using. And they're not, anytime you use a paper one, the they dissipate, dissolve, and flop over. Thank you. But the corn ones. I like the paper ones. Sponsored by corn. Corn straws. Corn straws. Do they taste like anything? Mm -mm. It just is. Thanks so much. It's plastic made of corn. And then one day it dissolves like a Mission Impossible letter. <laughs> I've never uh, heard of that. So you can't, you can't tell. You just don't know. You it. can't tell. That's amazing. It's great. Yeah. Why haven't we been doing that for the last 40 years? I, I know they've been able to do this with corn. Yeah. Because I've seen uh, the cups and the lids for years now. Because you live on the west side and that's where all the hippies right. drink well, their drinks. Right. Well, that is where I think about it the most. Plastic in the ocean is the big deal. That's 98% of the garbage in the ocean is plastic. Yeah. I, you know, if it's, it depends on what city it's in, you know. If I'm in like, a city I don't care about. I just throw my shit right in the street. <laughs> I go straight up to a storm drain and I'll just dump oil from, I transport it from a different state <laughs> over to states I don't care about. I did tell you that I have a bag of garb uh, of plastic that was once in fish and albatross and other animals that I can't do anything with. That I did a fundraiser for this. Five gyres, they take garbage out of the ocean on these boats. Awesome. I don't. I just did jokes for them and got mad because they weren't listening. <laughs> At one point I said, can you guys stop trying to get laid and listen to the... Because uh. uh, they were all beautiful. It was a bunch of surfers. But anyway, at the end, the guy gave me a bag of old Afro picks and... and, and uh, Everything. There was everything in there. Every it showed every every race of litter. Okay, good because it's a little <laughs> crazy to say it's there all. There was Afro a picks. lot of Af there was a lot of combs <laughs> and there was some melty Afro picks. Okay. And I'm not. Oh, it's all it just sounds terrible. It was riddled with Afro picks. What about Chinese combs? Were they in there too? <laughs> it was. Everyone was represented. There was mm -hmm. a plastic yarmulke. 
I, uh, but I just have this, and some are sharp little toothbrushes, like shivs. I, but they all at one point were in an animal, and I just, he gave me this bag, and he's like, maybe you could talk about this on stage. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds real funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's killing right now. <laughs> but I have this bag, and I can never get rid of it. I've moved to two different houses with this bag of discarded bird <laughs> plastic. Yes. I can't. What do I do with it? I Sorry, to, I'm, I'm distracted by that fireman's mustache. He's the most fireman-y fireman I've ever seen. Guys. Well, then I burned this leg. Then I burned this part <laughs> of this leg. Oh, that was saving a cat. Um, there's nothing you can do with that bag of garbage except for drive back to that guy's house and dump it off on his front porch. I know. I just have it. But five gyres, they're good. Uh, uh, donate if you can. The five gyres, get that plastic out of the sea. <laughs> please, that's their slogan. Please. <laughs> Just da, please. Da, 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 please. <laughs> please. Please, we're begging you for the turtles. What I like though is that that, um, that whole thing came up so quickly. It was suddenly like, plastic is killing turtles. Nobody is allowed to use straws anymore. Right. And it truly was like a five day change over. And suddenly it was like, well, you would go to a place and they'd give you a drink with no straw on it. And you wouldn't think I'd hear from him, but Bill Burr had a joke about how plastic breaks down into tiny little cubes yeah. and ends up in the system of animals, even on like a, Almost not microscopic level, but a what I like to call small level. And he blames feminists for that. <laughs> that was before he was doing that hilarious stuff. It was, uh, yeah, it's just, and you don't expect him to be doing plastic is bad bits. I saw him say. No, I, and then I looked into it. He, uh, I think he has a very wide. I mean, that's why I'm a fan of his. Mm -hmm. He is. He really does talk about a large range of mm -hmm. stuff and uh, from lots of different points of view. I like being surprised. I mean, isn't people. that the essence of comedy? It really Chris? is. So the element of surprise, yep. plus tragedy, plus time. Surprises plus time equals tragic comedy. Tragic comedy, the kind we specialize in, <laughs> where we talk about terrible hips and vicious spine doctors. Oh God, that scares me. It's really scary. Did you think he was malicious? He just didn't care, or he was like, I'm going to mess this person up. He couldn't be wrong. So it was that he didn't care that he was going to mess the person up because he kept telling himself and everyone else, you, you're not allowed to tell me that I can't do this because I can do it. Right. Even though he couldn't. And maybe this, this guy that was featured in this thing that had my hip surgery, he was, his doctor was like, yeah, I can do it. It's the same as this other kind of, it just was scary to see that much like the FDA or, or things get passed like it's that's a real fire speaking of someone getting a hip redone <laughs> they're getting carted off to a cold metal table and won't they be surprised when they wake up so chris unable to see where yes. where have you been oh i've you've, loved it i've had the been best on the road time. right i went to um denver for a little festival i went to seattle for the Bumber shoot. I went to oh, shit. Wait, uh, were you high plains in Denver? Yeah, that nice. was fun. Uh, That's Seattle a great was festival. Great. I got to see Blondie. Uh, oh shit! The comic strip. Oh, I got, just kidding. <laughs> I, no, Blondie was so great, and I went to uh, Boise, Idaho, and that's a town of sweet people. Yeah. But I got uh, in Seattle, and listen to this, Stephen. I got because I thought I was getting a 
you know, uh, hotel. And at the last minute, I realized, oh, that part was on me. I confused it <laughs> with one of these other gigs. So at oh, the last minute, I do that all the time. I got this this Airbnb, and it said you'd stay with these two cats. Before it showed pictures of the rooms, it was a, these cats. And uh, sure enough, I showed up. It's called the Cozy Kitty Condo. <laughs> the guy was super sweet. And I liked him because he looked like he was a big kid that was in very much shape. And it looked like he could beat up anyone. But he had a Grateful Dead shirt and he was just a very peaceful. Oh. Yeah, I like that. I that people keep surprising me. That's right. Tough guy. <laughs> just one more surprise. Well, I used to cage fight and twist off faces <laughs> like bread. But now I'm a kitty man. And his cats. I have videos. I'll, I'll, I'll link it to the, this. Okay, good. There is a cat. I could, I'd come home and this cat would just lay in front of me. And I would just make love to him with my socked foot. Oh, that's like, private. I, you know, and I give him love with my foot, <laughs> and he lo- and make love on. Most cats will be like, oh, I'm gonna scratch this stranger, yes. this kitty, and I trusted him right away. It's an orange tabby. <laughs> you connected. Any orange striped cat is not gonna wrong you. Is that true? Well, you know, there's certain ones that have bad upbringings. Yeah. I had an orange one that attacked a child one time in my home. It was very difficult to, um, you know, apologize for. <laughs> so you blame them. You you consider them the redheads of the cat world. Well, this just this one, Angus, who was feral, <laughs> even though I raised him. I like redhead people. I'm doing, that's why I'm a joke. I just don't like the kids, right? Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You're going into your act? Oh, of course. I wanted to try out some bits. I'm recording a special soon. Yeah, I I really like those cats. Anyway, I had a great time. I had great travels. I enjoy stand-up right now. And... God, I haven't haven't even thought of bumper shooting so long. That was the best... Uh, it was such a 90s thing. It was, yes, and it was different when I first, when I did it 10 years ago, it was, I was the smallest comic on the whole. It was Fly the Concords, it was Zach Galifianakis, it was, it was, uh, of many, Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. And, uh, you know. That's back when Lisa Lange. Fred, Fred Armisen. Lisa Lange was booking it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and now I think it's booked by a, um, a fifth grade class. <laughs> No, it was great. It was fun, but I, I was a little, I, when I'm Ubering from my cat obligation and it's like, <laughs> for, uh, you know, 40 bucks every day, I was like, I, that's me planning poorly or I need to start saying no to shit. But do I? Because I had so much fun. That's true. I mean, it's you, you did get paid, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I got, I got some, sure. I got some paid work while I was there because someone canceled at the comedy club. So whip. Oh, nice. Bam. Oh, so yes. You have to say yes then. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered in saying that out loud that I listened to Shonda Rhimes' audiobook, The Year of Saying Yes. And then I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And I immediately forgot. And I, all I do is say no to everything. I've been trying to do that ever since the film Liar, Liar, which has the same message. <laughs> That's right. Remember? There's like a motivational speaker. But then so many times in my life since that movie, I was like, no, it would be bad. I need to start saying no. Because I, do you want to stand up at my, yes, I do. I'm in my apartment living room. You didn't let me finish. Yeah. I already yes. said yes. That's every stand-up show now. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, my career is happening on different couches. Well, and you know, that makes me think. I feel like those 
I definitely need to say yes more, or le- at least not have the reaction I always do, which is I don't trust anyone and this isn't going to work out. Right. But as stand-up comedians, I think we are automatic yes people because we're risk takers in in our job. Right. So maybe there's other people that say no and really play it safe much more and we think we play it safe but comparatively speaking we're, we really roll the dwi- dice quite yeah I, <coughs> the dwice I, I said <laughs> and we dwice quay something's <laughs> something's wrong no it's fine <laughs> I, uh, I yeah I think you're right it's part of our uh, our comedic improv uh, yes and training yeah I say yes and to uh, hey you want to come over and tell <laughs> jokes in my backyard oh i did a backyard uh there's this guy he's a bear a date baron he does dates and almonds but he made millions what and i went to his house someone asked me to do stand up at this rich old guy's house a date but date baron you're saying that statement like it's a phrase that we all <laughs> I, use every day he made millions in the date <laughs> industry he's a date baron and i think they're really good for you because he's 78 and he had a 13 year old and a 15 year old oh then yes <laughs> but i the band there was a band before me it's a big backyard in beverly hills at a giant mansion wow. and the band stopped playing celebration or whatever and then just brought me up and everyone right when they got their dinner and oh. i just knew it was going to be bad so it didn't i didn't let it hurt my feelings but i did i guess i got kind of upset on stage but i <laughs> took the money and run and you do that all that's your process yeah yeah i mean there's lots of reasons to be upset while you do stand up comedy right i promise though lately i've just been happy on stage oh really not off <laughs> not off <laughs> I love those shows where they hire you to do something and you're like, this is awesome and make money. And uh, then once you get there, you realize the people who have invited you know nothing about comedy and are setting you up in the worst possible way right. to do a show. And But with love in their heart, they're like really setting you up to fail. Right. They had someone from the band that was in a groove and didn't want to stop playing. Yeah. Say, uh, hey, we have a nice surprise for you. That's when I knew it was going to be terrible. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Stand-up comedy surprise, everyone's favorite, right as they get chicken or fish. Yeah. Whereas most of the time, stand-up comedy just uh, makes people so uncomfortable, no matter whether they're eating or standing, yep, sitting. It's, it's like talking about the Bible all of a sudden. Yeah, it's not cool. No, no one, want, no one wants to be surprised by comedy. But anyway, if I, I wished I had said no, but also then I got the check and I was like, okay. Thank you, date baron. Yeah, thank you. You've never heard of the phrase date baron? (laughs) I I mean, the lord of the dates, that's one I've definitely heard of. But (laughs) date baron, it's a totally different... It's totally different. On the way here, or to your house, I stopped to get gas, and I saw this actor. I think he's from Ally McBeal. That's like a weaselly face with a little nose. Yep. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, he's great. He is great, but he's often plays like an. Uh, he plays asshole. the guy that's gonna fuck you over at your job. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he looks like a weaselly villain in in person, and he was driving like a fancy sporty Tesla. Uh huh. <laughs> but he, we were just eyes pumping, and he's pumping, and I looked at him, and there's always that thing where you don't know at first how you know someone's face, so you just say hi, and then he even knows it. But I've done it before. Yes. But I said hi, and he's like, hello. And I was like, oh, I, like, I enjoy your work. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then he made a face like, 
oh brother and then so I said I'm sorry I thought you were someone else and then I got in my car and drove off because that's how much I didn't like his face it's, it's hard to podcast about faces but it was not the face I wanted because I just was saying yeah it was just a couple dudes now do you think he wasn't that actor and he was like an I, investment banker and he was just like this guy's picking up on me at the gas station I, there's one thing I'll brag about more than my sweet ass teeth is <laughs> I know a goddamn face okay <laughs> you know anchor teeth when you see them <laughs> <laughs> you know I've found my anchor tooth now did I tell you this this is one of my favorite times that I did that because as I've said and this might be my the story I repeat constantly but I was at Gelson's in uh, Studio City, which is a fancy grocery store here in Los Angeles. Very expensive. I love to go there when I want to treat myself. I always forget it's very expensive. It's really expensive, but they have things there like they have a whole gluten-free section or they'll have some kind of cheese that you've only ever seen in like, a, you know, France. Gruyere. <laughs> right? <laughs> they have fucking Gruyere. So <laughs> I was at Gelson's and I'm walking in and this was, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. I'm walking in and I'm uh, in the parking lot walking parallel with a guy and uh -huh. I look over and I immediately go, I know that guy. And I, I immediately picture him at a comedy party. Uh -huh. So I'm like, he's a friend of somebody's. He's, right. um, and I'm trying to, I'm racking my brain and he, we both gave each other kind of a, Hey, what's up? thing as we were walking in. So I'm like, fuck, I have to remember, is this guy a writer? Is this uh, guy a comic? Right. Is he some kind of a suit and I should really know who he is for uh. business purposes? <laughs> and we are both shopping through Gelson's and at one point he comes down the top of one aisle and I come up the bottom of one aisle. And as we kind of meet in the middle and we're a little bit embarrassed because we already saw each other in the parking lot, right. I said, I'm sorry. Do I know you from stand-up comedy? Which is like a slimy guy hitting on a girl <laughs> in the bar. It is. <laughs> and I didn't mean it that way. You made a pass at him. I did, but I, I truly didn't right. mean it that way. Of course. But I just—it was driving me so crazy that I figured if I heard his voice or something, that there would be like immediate recognition. And he—I was like, "Are you in comedy?" And he was like, "Oh, uh, no." He's like, "But yeah, you look familiar to me too. You probably." you know, maybe we have mutual friends. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I felt so stupid because it was like, he was like, that's nice, ma'am. Yes, know? yes. And as I turned to walk away, I realized that the night before I had just seen snakes on a plane in the movie theater. Oh and he God. is the herpetologist they call in as the special scientist oh, in snakes on a so plane. So it wasn't like a well-known... No, I just recognized him because he was so funny in that movie. Because you just hung out with him the night before. I hung out with him in the movie theater <laughs> the night before. It oh, was, that's great. As I turned and it like dawned on me as I was walking away and I almost put my basket down and just left the store because I was so embarrassed because then I realized it did look like I was picking up on him and it did seem fake that I was like are you are you a stand-up comic like me or you yeah, know what I mean yeah, like yeah. I was trying to brag and pull him into my web at the same time right oh <laughs> god that's I funny. wanted to die I felt like that so many times when it's not when I, I am just saying are you a comic yes because I think i know someone but it's very hard to you know it's funny at work so i started back at baskets um that must be fun do you get to hang out with martha kelly she comes in they the actors don't come they all come in like once yeah we don't get to hang um but we will like when we read all the scripts together yeah at the end does martha live here or in austin Shh. 
I think she does. I think she lives both. in both. Yeah. From what from what I know, I think she comes here to tape. Martha is someone I started comedy with, and yes. is my old friend. She's we, a brilliant comedian. Joint custody of a dog. Yes, and she has <laughs> a a delivery and a dryness uh, that is the first thing of its kind that I had seen when I first saw her. And you knew her before me when she moved to Austin, and then I visited. She said, go do this laundromat. Uh, and I had Howard Kramer take me there because yeah. I just brought a skateboard because I was dumb. <laughs> oh, you can't just skateboard everywhere? <laughs> and then I met it you with, with like CJ Arabia. And oh, that, right. Yeah, way. I mean, I was... Uh, I was... 97? 98? Uh, 99, I guess. Yeah. Because I didn't start comedy really till 99. But I was brand new. So maybe... I loved that part that um, laundromat they did talk about not wanting to watch comedy oh my god it was like Lucy's laundromat on the east side of town nobody wanted to watch comedy there they were just like please stop yelling now there if you did that at least there'd be some chairs and people sitting in them I don't recall chairs I recall people sorting their whites yes literally people doing laundry and looking up every once in a while bummed out like yes do we really have to listen to this amplified bullshit i don't even speak english please <laughs> shut up I re- it was horrifying this and the stage was basically just a spot between the two bathrooms yes you're right in front of a toilet <laughs> god it's so vivid bad memories why don't i have vivid good memories but you know what's also funny is there's so many people that i know now that are like we met at lucy's laundromat because it would be like me cj mary lynn danny Sabios. we would just go there like that was just our thing you know what i mean yeah it's wasn't hilarious. It a, wasn't there a documentary about the tour of the i remember there was a tour of lucy's laundromats really i didn't get and, invited and was there a person named christina that had something to do with it back then no idea. See, my hip isn't. I'm killing it, memory-wise. Your your memory can see 2020 vision. What if cobalt blinds me, but it also <laughs> links all my triglyceride <laughs> acids in my brain, and or it, whatever? It erases all the plaques. Yeah, I've been taking plaques. coconut oil, which uh, I do feel like. I don't know if it helps, but I do take a lot of coconut oil. Good, good. So far, I think it's just giving me giant eyebrows. <laughs> Today on the drive over, I, my eyebrow, one of my eyebrows was touching my eyelid. Look oh. At them. I just look like a, a, a math professor. Well, you, well, first of all, I th- you do have a beautiful mind, but it might be. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Uh, I wonder if it's just your, it's your winter pelt. Like your system knows we got to warm up for the winter. The oh, winter's coming. That explains my back. <laughs> just kidding. I don't have any back. Hey, everyone out there on the back here. Hey. I just, I think it's just, I have thin eyebrows and I want to keep them uh, visible and, and I, they help you make expressions and everything. True. Yeah, you need them. Some of, don't get rid of them. I have curly hair and it's getting curly in my brows. I mean, look, this is another middle-aged thing that I hate to tell you about, but it's like suddenly your eyebrows, I think that might be a guy thing because I know right. my dad, every once in a while I look over at my dad and one of his eyebrows is like insanely long and pointing north, northwest. But I haven't had any kids. Uh, I yeah. thought you did. You just say it's a dad thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want it. it. I know. I'm making. I I could have kids if I wanted. No, you could. I do want them. You do. Not now. Not this moment. But uh, it's somewhere in the you window have to where this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then right after that, 
first, first willing participant I see. <laughs> Let's hurry, I gotta be able to play Frisbee with him. Guys, Chris has a show at the Dynasty Typewriter tonight. If you could please go down, any women who are fertile <laughs> yes. and willing, please. Yes, yes. Procreate. <laughs> oh, what a scary, oh, that just scares me. Sex? The first arrival. Well, <laughs> you're the one. I gotta take what I can get. Nice to meet you, ma'am. Or should I say, mom? <laughs> what? <laughs> just go, go after it. Right in the typewriter lobby. And the baby's born ten minutes later. And you name him Dynasty <laughs> Typewriter Junior. <laughs> It's Dynasty not Typewriter Junior. It's not a catchy name at all. <laughs> it sure as fuck is. <laughs> Why is I'm sorry. Dynasty, Dynasty Typewriter Junior. And I heard it in the whatever that song, Way Cool Junior. I don't know. I think it's Ugly Kid Joe, but goddamn. Oh, I, I don't know that one. <laughs> Dynasty Typewriter Junior. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, um, yeah. We, are you going to start a band or not? Oh, my God. You forgot. I forgot to start a band. It's a New Year's resolution. All right. <clears throat> Wait. Good in 019. But this is, thank you for saying that because it, it is going to link to the thing I did want to tell you about. Okay. Which is, I had my garage cleaned out. I, just seeing the before picture made me want to hide from my problems. Right? I'm so proud of you. Thank you. The, so I, I did post it on Twitter if, yeah, if you're interested. Yeah, that's where I saw it. It's on my um, Twitter. Sorry, hipsters. Um, I, was I was talking to pedestrians, not you listeners. <laughs> um, <so laughs> if you want to, it's on my Twitter. Sorry, hipsters. Sorry, hipsters. You don't do Twitter. I know that you're on Twitch and you don't, or Switch. What is it? Steven, what is it? Twitch? Twitch. <laughs> Twitch. It's Twitch. Yeah. It's um, for video game watching. But I swear to God, I feel different because that garage was bumming me out so bad yeah and it had years of shit in it and it had stuff from like when pete lived with me stuff right, that right. i just kept sticking into the garage and going i'll take care of it later sure. and all of a sudden it's all gone it's my entire garage is it, empty did it feel the same as when we you and i both were really scared about tax stuff all those forms yep. and you had someone help you and yep. then i that motivated me it's like that looking at that picture reminded me of that or a a pain you've had in your abdomen for a year. It's just like, <laughs> I would have ignored that. And then the second picture really looks good. Your garage is... It's crazy. Well, you know what it is? It's just, there was just crap in there. I wish he had taken a picture from the entrance because he took it from the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. But I would just put things right in the doorway and then shut the door. <laughs> so it's even worse coming the other direction. Right, right. Because you couldn't walk in like... I haven't been able to walk into my garage to turn on the outside lights so that if I wanted to be outside at night. I kind of want that headboard. Sorry. No, it's filled with lice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we just drove by a disco headboard. I loved it. <laughs> it was black with, uh, it looked like a, a, a goth cruise ship it balcony. Was, it looked like a... Um, a sex club that the devil ran. <laughs> and then he was like, we got to clean this place out for tax purposes. <laughs> we keep, everyone keeps getting pregnant and we're making sinister babies. 
<laughs> we gotta close this shit all down. Oh my god, I really I liked it. I also liked the luggage in front of it. I might take both. Um, you can't stop me from driving back here. I'm gonna get everything you can with do lice. It. You can do whatever you want. You can fill your home with lice if that's what you need to do. That's what my mom would say anytime I would go thrift thrift store shopping, yeah. and it'd be like, I bought this old lady sweater. My mom would be like, It's covered in lice. <laughs> There's bed bugs in the pocket. Please get. Get it dry cleaned. It <laughs> must be covered in lice. And you know what? I kind of agree with her. I yeah. mean, I my favorite hat for the longest time. I know I've mentioned this, but I'm gonna keep going. Do it. Uh, that that this hat I found at a garage sale that said '90 and still on the go. <laughs> it's it's. I don't remember it, you mentioning it, that. It was at a garage sale too, so clearly the man was no longer on the go. Oh no. Uh, I know, and I wore it uh, <coughs> with respect to him, but I. Also, I didn't want anyone to see me wearing it and overthink it too much and go like, oh, you think that's real funny, don't you? Yeah. Because for all they know, you know, he's 90, it's my grandpa or something. Or you beat up some old 90-year-old man and yeah. stole his hat. Not to, and some four or five Elvis Costello cassettes. <laughs> I, yeah, that was a great garage sale. But <laughs> when I get a T-shirt or something like a world's greatest grandpa or any shirt at one of those things and you wear it and then you wash it and it smells like well light or whatever and then you wear it and it activates a dead person's bo yes no thanks oh man yeah you can easily i've worn you shirts and when you sweat a little the old bo is in there and i do not like that no it's disgusting and also if if it's polyester which many of the clothes from the 70s that are kind of cool and funny looking um are that shit never comes out. It's yeah. like, it's stained with odor. Right. And disgusting. Polyester. Well, I do like that it's stretchy. It's fun that it's stretchy and it doesn't, you can't fuck it up. Like, you can't shrink it. You can't, like, wash it badly. I don't know. One time I dropped a cigarette in my lap and it melted like a candle. <laughs> <laughs> These pants, they were polyester and there, there is plastic. <laughs> Poly means plastic, yeah. I think, right? I don't know. Polyamorous means you love plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends are going to get together and <laughs> yeah. rub some straws on our body. Yeah. yeah we invited a land tortoise. Now, do you want this? Uh, yes, I want everything on the road. <laughs> Open the trunk. It's a mildew-filled fridge with no doors. There Tomorrow must be large item pickup day out here where we're driving because yeah. there's just random oh, yeah. pieces of garbage totally. on the street. Yeah. This is a good, like, if you uh, need, you should go to the Armenian part of Glendale. Is that where we are? It, which is all of Glendale. It's, it's uh, out with the old, in with the new. <laughs> uh, ooh, look at that haunted, scary yes. house that I would live in. I would live in there. It's big, too. It's, boy. It's that, a real match. That house speaks to me. It probably, if you were inside, it would speak to you, too, because it's haunted. It's haunted. It is scary. There's a lamp on. Look at those. Ooh, I don't... Does that house give you the creeps? Yeah. Or am I being over... Is no, no, no. Should we go around the block? Oh, I can't stop talking. <laughs> I think we should get more coffee. One time I was on a cruise ship, and I think I agreed to do some cruise ship comedy. Mm. When the price is right, and I do not, I don't. No, that's the way. The, I know uh, people that make a good living on cruise ship. I comedy. mean, it was get on the boat, come back less than a week, yeah. whatever. Dream come true. Five thousand dollars, <laughs> bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. All the shrimp uh, you want. We'll see. Look at this fucking. Look at this pink jumpsuit. Oh man, what's happening? That guy has it all. Okay. Speaking yeah, I'm, of, I'm taking a picture of him now. Careful, careful. careful. He's looking. Yeah. Well, oh. 
you know what? No, he's a hipster guy. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a dad. Oh. Oh, hi. Uh, I was on a cruise ship, and we were in the middle of a three-day float. Two of the days was going from somewhere to, like, the Roatan Peninsula. What's that? I don't remember. (laughs) But it was a lot. You go, it, you leave out of Texas and it's down uh, Central America. Oh, okay. And, uh, mm-hmm. and. You mean the Yucatan Peninsula? It's, it's the Yucatan, it's, <laughs> we went to the Yucatan Potato Barren <laughs> Islands. The Yukon Gold Potato Islands? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, okay. Um, and out, we were in, like, playing shuffleboard, and I looked out, it's the middle of the night, and there was an old boat, a rickety boat that has no business being out in the center of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And it was very a Scooby-Doo-like boat. It was like a rowboat that someone had built a little roof on. There was a lantern on it, and it was empty. No one was on it, because wow. the, the waves were crashing, and it if anyone was on it, they'd be yelling, help. Yes. It was empty, but there was a light on it. Yeah. No, oh, that was a corpse boat. Unbelievable. There's and no I, way it wasn't. And and later, uh, when it was dinner time, you know, you all sit down at your assigned tables. Other people I heard talking about this boat that they saw. And uh, and I, I really am convinced that we saw a ghost boat. But anyway, here's the house version. We're driving by this. Oh, there's a like the sauced up version. Yeah, yeah. Same architect. Same architect. Or twin brothers. That one had a successful life. This one. You know what this is also? The lawn is dead, which is making it look much scarier than it needs to. It is really a cool house though. It's and also those pointy the pointy ceilings. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah, roof. roof a real, line. yeah, real, real Damien Omen uh, pointy the gables. For real, <laughs> some, some serious fucking gable work. Yeah, it just means a crow is gonna peck out your eyes. Sorry, I keep talking about birds pecking out eyes. No, it's okay. I think we need. To There's hear a it. lot of caffeine in this, right? <laughs> yeah. God, I don't eat a lot of sugar either. I think that. Yeah. It's really getting me. Uh, it's getting you high. Yeah. Well, also we have hyper in my anchors. We haven't podcast. <laughs> You're hyper in your anchors. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Abandoned are anchors ship. about to go away? <laughs> I'm hyper in the anchors. We're going full steam ahead. Ankles. <laughs> ghost boat. We're about to ghost boat the fuck out of here. Mm. Oh, you want to hear a fun story? Yeah. So, I worked the other day on my friend Teresa, who I work with. Uh huh. Um, who I've known for a long time. She got to work and then she was like, sorry guys, I can't find my phone. We're trying to start. And everyone's like kind of talking about stuff and she's like kind of touching things and looking around and she finally goes, I lost my phone. It's not here, it's not in my purse. Oh no. She went out to her car and came back. It wasn't out there. And so then the LT, who's our writer's assistant, Uh looks up on find my phone, which is the best invention and I I believe on mine it either isn't activated or I, I don't know the correct password well I, I gotta figure that out you got to because I swear to God so she they they set it up and luckily she had a, she has an Apple watch so they set it up and immediately send the, the code so they can do it on his laptop or whatever mm-hmm. and it 
they show it and her phone is at, is at the end of a dead end, like across the tracks in Glendale. And our boss, Jonathan Greisel goes, well, we got to go get the phone. And seven of us get up and get into two cars yes. and we drive over to get this fucking phone. And it ends up, we drive and we end up, we don't know where we're going. We're just following uh-huh. the map that those guys have. And we end up at this emergency pet hospital, pull in the driveway, and I'm like... It's every- in a dog's stomach? <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that the um, it's one of those food trucks that comes and parks like when construction workers are all in one spot. Right. Um, and She set her watch... Or- Oh, she dropped it out of her car, oh, and wow. the guy drove by, saw a car, a uh, uh, iPhone laying in the street, and picked it up, and oh, went, wow. "I bet they'll find." Oh, uh, you know, like that's everyone can find their right phones these days. So we pull in. It was the funniest thing. Like seven of us get out of these cars, and I was like, "We got to be ready to fight." These right. people could have stolen it. Like we don't know what this is. We have to go on mass and like yeah. get this phone back. But the guy was like, "Oh no, here." And she's like, "Can I give you ten dollars?" He's like, "No, no, no." It was just laying in the street and. It was a miracle that nobody ran over it, so I figured I'd pick it up and somebody would come get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it's so satisfying. Like, her phone was gone, and we went and picked the phone up the end. Wow, that's great. It was awesome. Yeah, I lost mine once and uh, did that back when I did, when I first got the app and figured it out and took it across the size of home in Montana, followed it, and it ended up at a house. I went early in the morning, and there was people that I know were okay with crime. Yes. Uh, like smoking, they were hadn't slept, they were like doing drugs. Sure. And they were on the porch and I was like, hey, I left my phone here last night. <laughs> and she's like, oh, and went inside and handed me my phone. Yeah. So whoever stole it went, and I they stole right off the bar from yeah. Stockman's, this cowboy bar. I, um, it's not that smart to do because no, no. it's I was ready the to, most traceable thing. Right, right. But I, I'm, I'm like, oh my God, all of my bank info, I, I don't even know that I had a, a passcode on it. Right. Because of a, a girlfriend that was maybe jealous. Why do you have your phone locked? So I can't look at it? I'm like, yeah, fine, I'll undo it. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you could That's just... That's really nice. Yeah, and then, oh God, that was why. And, uh, yeah, I, but it could have been, you know, people with guns. That's right. Or just like somebody told a very similar story, but it was a girl they knew and she, she went by herself, went and knocked on a door and was like, yeah, I guess you found my phone. And then the people were like, yep, here you go. And gave it back. But but, But it did not look like they found her phone at all. Right. It was like, clearly the phone was stolen and no, there's people I, inside the stolen I went phones. out on a limb once I got there. I'm like, oh, I'll, they are partying. I'll say I was here last night. Yeah. And they, it worked. That's genius. I, I don't know though, because they could have been like, what? They could have been like, what color is the count- kitchen countertop? <laughs> I'd be, be like, like uh, marble? <laughs> it is marble. Here's, we love you. Here's our phones also. <laughs> you <laughs> win a phone. You have a special ability to know the counters of a place you haven't been in <laughs> so they don't believe me but they think i was but they think they're so they're like don't fuck with a witch <laughs> yeah so He's they clearly me, a witch you could please take our phones and read these tarot cards please tell <laughs> us what the future holds <laughs> look at how gorgeous glendale is on a saturday afternoon yeah i'm i've been anguishing about i'm gonna move from the beach i love the beach but i gotta live alone and uh, you know, I just haven't found the right spot, but I don't know why I'm, why have I not been looking in Glendale? It's like a, 
It's another town and it's kind of far away. Maybe that's it's another town and it's more like residential. I feel like it's very family ish. Yeah. But the good part about it is here's why I like the valley and here's why I'll pitch the valley to you as a place to live. Mm -hmm. There's no. Imagine you're at NBC and I'm a a row of suits. (laughs) Um, I'm going to picture that you're Les Moonves and I'm pitching for my life. Um, You don't have to deal with the police helicopters Uh or. Well, you got to deal with assholes like that. Asshole. Oh my God. But if you drive a Dodge Charger, you better pass people on the right. I think that's kind of what it's for. Yeah, but it's straight showroom floor stock Dodge Charger. (laughs) You're right. He didn't build that shit. (laughs) He didn't even put a special muffler on that shit. (laughs) Um, But over here, it's just like calm and quiet which a lot of people don't like if they're still like young and single and free right but if you're not or trying to I don't know yeah I'm a very volume sensitive person and what if I want to yeah live uh, by a house I probably uh, let's be honest I'm talking about Encino uh true (sighs) yeah but you know rent is so high it is I looked at a one bedroom and it was $2,100 a month. I know. It's crazy. And it was very little. But I, but I am excited about living alone. Yeah, that's going to be nice. So, Because yeah. Nate's getting Nate, married? Nate's, yeah. And, uh, proposed to his lady friend in there. And she, I think she'll move in. And she's cool. That's great. And I'm like, and, uh, you know, and I've been one, you know, two, two men living together. Come on. It's crazy. Unless you're in a relationship. Or a sitcom. Yeah, or you have a daughter and your one's an artist and the other's Paul Reiser. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't... You I don't remember. know who the father is. But, but my two dads wasn't Paul Reiser. I guess it was... Uh, no, it was. It was? Look at that guy. Oh, look at that guy. So you know what? Do not move to Glendale. Everybody speeds <laughs> yeah, here. really. They're unsafe. And that guy did put on a special muffler. <laughs> he did. Uh-huh. He did. You know what? Tonight's pretty important. I'm going to put on a special muffler. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put on a special, muff- special muffler to pass people on the right going 90 miles an hour yeah, on a residential passing street. Passing on the right. Come on. Yeah. Ooh, look, look at, at this. those flat 70s houses. Look at this gorgeous whatever this church is. There's oh, a lot yeah. of churches over here. God, I should find Jesus. Oh, that's Christ Scientist. Interesting. Ooh, a little bit of both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What if Christ was your surgeon? Yeah. Imagine. What if you, yeah, you didn't believe in dinosaurs because you thought they were made in test tubes. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, great. I should not have turned down this street. The sun lives on it. Why is the sun such a brutal beast? (laughs) I was trying to avoid that exact thing. Really? It was a bit bit crazy. Pupil dilatingly bright. place i could live in there what yeah, if i just went door to door with a, I live my belongings and a kerchief on a stick yeah in the kind of uh, the royal palms Ooh. you might want to write that down i do like it it looks pretty cool i'll remember royal palms i'll help you it's like royal pains the show on tnt <laughs> but palms instead is that the one after burn notice or yes. grizzly and, and before suits <laughs> 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 On, uh, thank God it's Bones night. <laughs> Bones. I I think there was a statistic that, well, the, 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 there was a statistic that said that Bones 
was great. Uh, a lot of people watch it. Yes, they do. Or, or that it's been on for 20 seasons or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think all those statistics, like ratings. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it's very It's just true. like, if you're surprised about politics, keep in mind that Mark Harmon is the highest paid TV actor. Do you know that I went through a phase where I couldn't stop watching NCIS, which is the Mark Harmon show where he's in the Navy, but also a detective? And also doing a Coors commercial. <laughs> deep, oh. deep cut. Sorry. Uh, no, that's right. But um, there's something about that show because uh-huh. they have all the kind of like, um, I don't know what the word is, but it's like all the, pe- you know, the cast is, they're each an example of a different kind of person. Oh, and so okay. there's the funny guy that's kind of good looking. That's like the younger version of Mark Harmon, but with a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a pretty smart lady. There's a guy that's supposed to be a nerd, but he's actually cute. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, an old gal or something. Oh no, there's the the goth girl scientist. Right. And it's just so easy to watch. It's like yeah. you just know what's going to happen. I guess that's why everyone like friends, you know, there's something to be said for like I don't know. For I don't know what it is. It's like you you know the setup. It's just variations on a theme. Yeah. You're like, okay, it's these people, they're all gonna make jokes with each other in a certain cadence, and I know what's gonna happen. People are gonna eat it up, because it's like it's like comfort food. It is, yeah, it's, it's macaroni and cheese. It's a bag of cheddar popcorn. <laughs> smart food. <laughs> it's smart food. We had smart food at work the other day, and I told everybody the story of how when smart food came out in the 90s, we all thought it was like somehow diet or better for you than other shit that Isn't you that would funny? eat out yeah. of the bag. And I still sort of think that. Yeah. When it is just, it's just popcorn with real good powder on it. Yeah, yeah. It's not good for you. No, it doesn't it make you smart. No, popcorn alone is okay. It's like eating air. But popcorn is a superfood. Is it? It is. What did, what did, what is a superfood? What does that mean? It's the food that's so super. Right, right. Uh, I keep forgetting. It has like way more vitamins in it or something than oh. normal things. And you wouldn't know that about popcorn, but I just know because my dad makes popcorn every single night. Uh-huh. And so like right around the time that he watches Jeopardy, he'll make a big old thing of popcorn. But is there butter and salt on it? Um, he does, yes. Yeah. He, but he does a, a reasonable amount. Right. Sometimes he'll even throw in some Parmesan cheese on there. Yeah. You know what I like? And I hate that I put, but let's talk popcorn. <laughs> I like a, a little olive oil and okay. some pepper. Ooh, and, yes. Mm-hmm. And some little Parmesan. That's good. One time at a movie, I saw this guy get a bag of hot popcorn, or it was... It was a microwave bag, so it wasn't a normal movie theater. It was bring your own shit, I guess. Why <laughs> No, it was at the Steve Allen. And and mm. and some guy hot hot popcorn put half of a butterfinger crunched up yes. cr- and shook it up. And I was like, what are you doing, gross? There's just gonna be one glove. Nope. No. If the whole thing he had coated each piece of popcorn with butterfinger shrapnel. That's and I'm, my mouth is watering just thinking <laughs> about it. I When I go to the movies, I like to get a bag of plain M&M's, throw them inside that popcorn. Then the popcorn heat melts the inside of the M&M, but the candy shell holds it together. You're fucking kidding me. You throw your hand around in there, and then when you put the popcorn M&M combo in your mouth, uh-huh. the M&M's burst open in hot liquid chocolate. 
comes out. Wow. And it is sensual. Perfection. Wow. Truly. I really want to do that. It's good. I recommend. I'm hungry. Maybe I'm just hungry. <laughs> oh, I'm hungry. I only want sweets when I'm hungry. I know. Same here. And I give them to myself. That's the problem. <laughs> I just eat whatever I want all the time. You, give, I like give them like your hand is aiming <laughs> yep. at your body and Here you're accepting you go, with the little other little hand. baby. <laughs> and they put a little cardboard cutouts of other friends in your house. <laughs> Do you want one? No? Okay, then I'll give it to Karen. Certainly. I'd love to have this dance, Mr. Lamp. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> That's all right. I like staying at home, too. <laughs> I've been, but I do. I've been in a really good mood lately, and I realized because it's I've gone on, gone on all these uh, festival things, and I'm forced to engage with people, and then you just yes. snap into it. Like yes. you probably are getting that way because you're working all the time. Exactly. Like if I if I've given my own time, I I don't do it well and I have to be forced to be play with others and then when I yes. do I'm like wait I'm good at playing with others and it makes me happy isn't yes. that a funny thing you forget because I think we're both like isolators and if you're just by yourself any of these weird stories that you end up telling yourself like I'm I'm bad because this or nobody likes me because of that or if I go there I'm going to get stabbed yes yeah. nobody's there to go hey hey crazy that's not true yeah yeah you don't get any other input it's just you and your crazy brain right. the whole time right whereas like yeah two weeks at work and i've gone from being like oh i can barely get through the day to like yes let's do this thing because i need structure i need someone else to Im impose structure on me or right. I, won't, I won't do it yeah because our parents never said hey there's no one there is crazy yeah no, I'm not blaming. I'd great. I, I'm just kidding. I mean, who are you going to blame? <laughs> no, I'm you not. You got to blame your parents. I mean, yeah, I know. No, they 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 uh, they were great. Mm, they were really, right. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were okay. My dad wants to hug you. Uh, true. Yeah. We've got to give him that. <laughs> he did. He has I'll good taste. More. <laughs> yeah. We had fun. I podcasted with my dad, and he pre-produced the whole. He's like, oh, we'll go this way. We'll drive by this. That'll spark this. I'm like, okay. And he took the reins. It was fun. <clears throat> yeah, that's great. My town was fun this time. I like going home. Didn't you just go home recently? Um, uh, I did. For when my, I went for my sister's birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, which was very fun. I bet. Did you guys not? When the cake came out, did you not sing that horrible song? Uh, skip around the room? Yeah, skip around the room today because you're a little older. <laughs> skip around the room today and have some cake. <laughs> What's the second verse? Where's <laughs> <laughs> the cake? It's in the folder. <laughs> Good rhymes with older, I didn't. Yeah, no, I got that. <laughs> and then you open up a folder. There's a flat cake in there. That's when the manila folder comes out. <laughs> da, 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 do. Let's play office on your birthday. You're the boss, and here is that report on your birthday. <laughs> the end. Um, we didn't sing anything because my sister doesn't like attention of any kind, right. and we were in a bar. Um, so yeah, we kept it real, uh, real on the cute on the QT. Were you about to talk about starting a band? <laughs> oh, that was because I got my garage cleaned out. Oh, right. And someone on Twitter, because we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. someone on Twitter goes, 
Now you have plenty of room to start that band. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. And I like gasped. I was like, I forgot I even said that. People don't forget shit. They don't. No, because it, it means something. There's to them. a whole group of people that are just now listening, and they'll reference things from three years ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, guess I got caught in a little lie. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. We've just been bullshitting on here for quite some time with never even worrying that yeah. anyone was going to listen to just, us. Just the other day, someone sent me, a, here's that building that looks like a picnic basket. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, that's like looking through old receipts or something. For real. <laughs> Every once in a while, the gif will come up of the guy that turns into a car. Oh, speed cartoon. Wheels. Yes, and that's, I, I feel like that. personal ownership, and I've never even seen that cartoon. Speaking but. of uh, gifts, uh, there's this uh, really cool. Oh, yes. Oh, do you need a ride one by uh, at Ashley Lane, Elaine, I think. Ashley, Ashley Lane? Ashley Elaine. Elaine. I think. It's hard. There's a big Y in it, an uppercase Y. Got it. No, I don't. I think it's a normal case <laughs> of Y usage. But it's so cool. She's not even an animator. She's like an illustrator, and she learned to animate. That that gift she made for us is her first foray into animation. I it think. is Fourier. the best. It makes me so happy. I, like I saw that thing, and it was so funny and cool. Uh, We're drinking our Starbucks. Steven's in the back seat. Yes, thank you, Steven. And Steve, yeah, it's, yes, it's... Uh, Oh, well now, oh, she also put it on her other uh, constant designer is her actual appropriate illustration account. So she's like a graphic and, designer that yeah. made a GIF. And it's cool because, but she also did the bike that tried to, thank you, tried to hit us with the lock, but. <laughs> did she? Yeah. But, oh, I didn't see that. But it's, you know, animating legs, bending and pedaling. It's like, <laughs> with that, it's rolling, you know. Yes. It's uh, just the car and my hair blowing in the wind, yeah, which and, I personally appreciate. And the little coffee splashing. Did you notice that detail? <laughs> Very excited about it's, that. Thank you so much for making that. And it's, um, yeah, it's exciting. Like, we've just been, we were talking about this earlier, but it's just funny. We've been doing this podcast just like for ourselves, essentially. Yeah. And now because of my favorite murder and t getting to promote it, yes. using that popularity to, to promote this one, it's making this one popular. And I'm, yeah, I'm loving it. And thank you for it's having exciting. your other very popular podcast. Well, I mean, I, I should have. raping the benefits. Did <laughs> I say that right? Nope. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's weird. I never thought to cross promote and it, that's just the way my brain works of like, oh, I'm just do, trying to do one fucking thing at a time. Right, right. Um, but I should have been this whole time. So, and, you know, there'll be some fun surprises in the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah. Wink, 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 right? Wink, wink. Big ready. news coming up. Get ready Hold for on to your assholes. You won't believe the surprise. You're, you're about to, you're <laughs> about to get your hair blown back, sister. <laughs> you're about to become a gift because your hair is going to blow and your coffee's <laughs> yeah. going to spill. And you're going to be in a boxy Volvo. <laughs> oh, also, I want to mention that because he's made a few things uh, at Foul, Foul Peralta has made some cool... Like Powell Peralta? Fowl, yeah, yeah. F-O-U-L? So, yeah, yeah. And, right. and he's made some cool kind of skate-related graphics that are dinar. And I love them. That's awesome. I, I will them. you post those somewhere, too? I don't love too? him. I don't even know. I love them. I want to see And them. I love him for doing them. Will you post them? I will. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, uh, that made me think. And he did, I always thought it would be funny, this was months ago, to do a... Uh, 
Oh, let me get this straight. Yeah, Burt Reynolds shirt, but it's a picture of Tom Selleck. <laughs> and it, he made, he's like, like this? He made it in like one hour. Awesome. But then, uh, you know, Burt Reynolds died. He which passed away. Yeah, That's yeah. That's right. And uh, I've always liked him. I mean, I was a big Smokey and the Bandit fan. Well, those... As a child. At our age, people, yeah. like that... Burt Reynolds was everything when I was growing yeah. up. It was like he was... He was the Brad Pitt of our youth. He really was. He yeah. was damn handsome, but he also had like a goofy, he was a goofy comedian with a mustache. He had a glimmer in his eye, and that was like that 70s, you could be very macho and very like fun times. You yeah. know, it wasn't like, he was like a lady killer, but he also was like, I love your yeah. shirt. Yeah. And, and he, he had a certain thing. And then he laughed like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, and he always chewed gum, which I thought was funny. Yeah, man. Always a piece of gum in there. Just riddled with unshakable confidence. I mean, have you ever seen that? Was it a, I think it's Cosmopolitan where he, he posed nude on a, like a big bearskin rug. Oh yeah. When I, when I made the inappropriate, yeah, I just made a, I forgot about the one Phil Peralta made and I made just a Tom Selleck Magnum P.I. picture of him and his, in his hot rod, in his, uh, Ferrari instead of the Trans Am from Smoking the Van. Right. I thought that was, and then I remembered, oh, I already made this joke and someone else already made cool art, so I posted <laughs> that. And I think it was maybe in poor taste because the man had just. Uh, he had just passed. He had just uh, become tits up. Yes. Wait, here's my job. I'll sh we're driving by the office. Oh, cool. Where I work now. Is it? It'd be funny if the, sh the office where they made baskets was a building that looked like a big basket. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where is that big basket building? Oh, it was like in Ohio. God, we should go out there. And it there. was empty for a long time because it was... Because people hate baskets. It was a fancy... Ba oh, yeah, this is absolutely... Yeah, it's here. it's right there. Awesome. Very that's cool. where... That's who's helping with my thing, the green screen. That's where you do baskets? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's cool. Is it an absolutely show? No, it's oh. just that um, John Kreisel, he used to be an editor on Tim and Eric. He's mm -hmm. like kind of an old old school Tim and Eric guy. Oh, cool. And they have, that office is really big and they have lots of space, so yeah. they rent it out. Because we have to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you can't just, uh, you know, take it on the road. Yeah, no, we have to. You gotta have a table. It's important, but the cool part is it's so close to my house compared to other jobs I've had in the past. It's And I get to drive through this lovely part of my just, town. Do you ride your bike with the helmet with the rear view mirror on the side? Like I, our old mayor used to in my town? Can I tell you that I forgot I had a bike until I cleaned out my garage and there was a bike sitting there. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. And so I, and I just, uh, uh, I'm now getting the bike fixed. So that, because I haven't touched it in eight years. So it's like, well, you need to throw some new tires on that thing and maybe yeah. put a little oil on the gears. Yeah, of course. But I'm getting all that fixed up too. I'm new garage, new me. New cycling lifestyle. Right? Tight pants, wearing them to work. Oh my god! <laughs> that's why. I, pants. That's kind of why I don't ride a bicycle. Like there's really good um, lanes for uh -huh. it all around here, but I, all I can think of is a car driving behind me and looking at my butt spread out on a bike seat. Oh, that's Just spread across. That's more lighthearted than what I think. I think <laughs> of a car behind me and hitting me. Yeah. I whenever I'm, and I ride bikes all the time, and and when a car is coming, I look. Yeah. Look, I make eye contact with every car. Yeah. And that's right when a door is going to open. 
Just like when my mom broke the arm of Vi Thompson from <laughs> By the Way with Vi. <laughs> That's right. By the way. <laughs> By the way with Vi Thompson. What did she do again? Uh, she, it was a lunch lady uh, that worked at my middle school, but she also had a community calendar access show. Oh, right. Uh, that was always Public on. Public access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way? But, but by the way with Vi. Oh, <laughs> she didn't do by the way. She she did the long version. Right, right. And I think I probably mentioned before that there was a punk band in town called Vi Thompson Overdrive. <laughs> no, you ATO. have not. Oh, yeah. They were... <laughs> and she didn't know anything about them. They were a band for a long time. They did all these indie rock... <laughs> they, they were, they were a, a cornerstone of Missoula, like post-punk, you know. I feel... Can our next t-shirt... Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we need to start getting into merch. I yes, think, of course. I think we're the, one of the more merchable shows. Yeah, I draw. <laughs> right? Uh, we have ideas. Yes. But By the way, with Vi Thompson as a t-shirt, as if we're making shirts for her old show, would yeah. be really awesome. And I can get I a picture of her, yeah. And she won't sue us. She's been dead. She's been, and she's not 90 and still on the bill. <laughs> is she 95 and deep down? Boy, under- maybe. I'd be curious to know. I probably, she was a very old lady when I was a little kid. So. What if she's still alive and very litigious? And, and she's heard all of this and she's fucking pissed. And she's ripped. And- <laughs> <laughs> just, just yoked. Just a Ferrigno <laughs> uh, elderly lady. Very tan, very muscular. <laughs> Very and, mad. And three <laughs> bikini competitions this month <laughs> coming up. <laughs> She's like, by the way, I'm suing your ass. I'm Vi Thompson. Are we, uh, where are we at, Stephen? Uh, 120. Oh, wow. We are, we are chatterboxes. This well, is plenty. Hope you enjoyed the second free Ooh. bonus half episode. <laughs> I put it on them. Yeah, exactly. I just you had dr- I did it again. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm I just the caffeine. I'm a bit of a motor mouth. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. I I was just going to say something about my favorite show on MTV used to be 120 minutes, which was when they would at late at night yeah. at on like a Thursday, they would play all the like goth uh, emo, I not used emo. to record it, it with Matt Pinfield, right? Matt Pinfield was a host. I don't know. Was he the Adam early host? Adam Curry did it for a while. Cuz Matt Pinfield what definitely did the metal show. I th- yeah, yeah. But or, did, may, he might have also done 120 minutes. They yeah. were like, it's all those. Yeah, he definitely, because I would record it and just watch The Cure. Yes, you know? I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Smiths, the Smiths, The Cure. They um, all had videos. Cocktail Cot- Twins. That Cocktail Twins, I love them. I mean, too. Talk about vocal harmonizing. <laughs> were we? We weren't. <laughs> we were not. Let's talk about vocal harmonizing. Can we finally talk about, about it? I'm not good at it. Um, but it's really hard. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so go out and listen to MTV. Please. What else What else do you have coming up? Please listen to MTV. Yeah, from the 80s. Um, I got nothing going on. Now I'm just working. And, good. And oh, we start our we start our tour again up. Our first weekend of, the, of our fall tour, we're supposed to go to the exact spot. It's flooding. Uh, which is North Carolina. Oh wow! Yeah, my my ex lady friend is from Wilmington, and it was it was uh, not as catastrophic as they thought. It was supposed to be like stage four 
crazy. whippy winds and yeah. it was just one but there is a very funny if you find it there's a clip of a news guy trying to up the intensity standing in the wind and he's got his legs spread wide <laughs> and he's like holding his arm up it's really torrential yeah. downpour and then in the background there's two guys just walking nonchalantly <laughs> yeah. and they like uh, they are not even holding their their hats aren't even blowing off no. and it you will find it it is worth watching it's but, you know, so good fake news is what that is it, well here's what i Don't love about it too i like um there's a couple of those weather ones where did you ever see the one where the person is in a canoe um during some other flooding because we've had so many uh -huh. and then people walk by behind them so they're like it reporting from a canoe of like how bad the flooding oh, is God. and then people walk behind the canoe <laughs> just walking by and it's like mid cast oh yeah that's perfect yeah that's perfect those are those are the best i love i love news bloopers <laughs> news or bullshit or just when they want to I always thought it'd be funny to have a news person be um, laying down <laughs> in a chalk outline before a, a stand-up and go, it was in a position just like this <laughs> that police found the body and then they stand up and <laughs> do the news report. I just thought that would be funny in a movie. I love... Maybe comfortable with death. Uh, Sorry. It made you comfortable with that? No, the movie we were going to make. Wasn't it called Comfortable with Death? <laughs> um, I can't remember now. I don't know. I'm all high on caffeine. I'm flying. I feel like I've done coke. I'm going to live forever. There's, I think, news, uh, like comedy news, like not necessarily the news and all that. Or that's yeah. my favorite. I think it's so funny when people do that. And the Onion News Network had some really great yeah, stuff yeah. when it was on. Really funny. There, my friend Peter directed a tape piece that was all about a kid who, for, who forgot to wear a shirt to school. So he was just wearing a windbreaker with no shirt underneath and how weird he felt all day. And it's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I love, uh, yeah, local teen feels uncomfortable in windsuit yeah. or whatever. I, I didn't see it. I'm just... I like when it's You're about nothing. It? I'm yes. naming it. Yeah. I want a job. I <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> what if I just name the articles? You guys write them. <laughs> I'm in here throwing out ideas for titles. <laughs> I get paid more than everybody. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So no then? Okay. Um, oh, so when we get, when we're back an official, mm -hmm. we're going to start having guests again. Yeah. Right? Of course. It's just such a pain to book yeah. people. Yeah. And but, we, can, we can riff together and then have the guest. It doesn't have to be... You know, True. It's yeah. We go back and forth. We yeah, we, exactly. Let's keep it uh, similar to the way it is. Otherwise, we don't get caught in a lie when it's 2020. Yeah, that's exactly right. Think about the future. <laughs> when people will be throwing this in our face later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna come up. By the way, with Vitals. <laughs> By the way. So it's just an entire show of like asides and forgotten yeah, ideas. It's a pretty great uh, <laughs> title. I, I, she's, she was ahead of her time she knew her shit um and yeah my dad um, she broke my mom broke her arm and my dad tried to defend my mom in court and he drew a map and had cars on it oh this is where uh, and they lost 
He, your dad represented your mom in court? Well, he had done a lot of court <laughs> stuff. He was like a tax appeal hearings and stuff, but it was different to defend a brazen arm breaking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, she broke her arm. There's not a lot you well, can do about yeah. it. She was riding on the street. My mom threw open the door to the Volkswagen bus. The end. And Vi's arm was there. Moving and you know what? And by miles. the way, guilty, your honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fun. All right, we're at your house. Uh, we're back. You, um, Good to see you again, friend. I know, I've missed you dearly and missed doing this podcast. Let's let's be more regular. I'm, and yes, when I say that, I mean me. <laughs> Metamucil. <laughs> uh, and good to see you, Stephen. Yay. Yay. Yay, thank you, Stephen. You've uh, been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. <laughs> Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Uh, with Karen and Chris.